And this is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified. Hello, Amplify You. Welcome. I'm Michelle, your host. And today I am joined by a really special guest. She is a dear friend of mine and she is an international speaker. She is a coach for women, high achieving professional women and entrepreneurs. And she's an author of the women's book called Dynamic Women. And she is also a community leader. She was actually just nominated uh, for a Women of Influence Award for Extraordinary Leader in the Community. She's been leading Dynamic Women, which is a women's community group. Um, She's been leading those groups for seven years, which I've been involved in as well. They've been amazing and really have been such a a cornerstone to my success in my business as well. Mm. So I'm very excited to introduce you to the wonderful Diane Ralston and also host of the podcast, Dynamic Women Podcast. So welcome, Mm. Diane. Thank you, Michelle. It is a true pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you. Yeah, we talk about podcasting all the time, but this is the first time that we've been on an interview together. So this is great. (laughs) It's a new thing. It's good. I like it. I love it. We were just at a mastermind in Vegas for the last few days, and the topic of podcasting kept coming up over and over and over again, and just reiterating like where the podcasting movement is going, how important it is to your business to have a show, and uh, you know how some hearing of some of the people that have been moving and shaking in the podcasting world for a long time aren't going anywhere, and they're in fact trying to reach billions of fans, which is pretty cool to hear. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about your podcast, Diane. Well, my podcast is called Dynamic Women, so you can kind of guess who it's for. Now, not every woman, though, thinks that she is dynamic, but the truth is that every woman is. And so the purpose of my podcast is to help dynamic women, women who feel dynamic, to have even more tools, more inspiration, more motivation, and more strategies to be even more dynamic. And for those that are feeling a little bit less like, "Mm, I wish I was dynamic, I don't really feel that way, I'm not so confident, or whatever their definition is of dynamic, that they can actually step more into being fully themselves. You don't have to change to be dynamic, but you do need to just make a decision that you are gonna be like more fully whatever characteristics that are really wonderful about you. So. We, I do interviews with women who are dynamic, women who have now stepped into more success in not just business, but in life as well and in any area of life. That's cool. Now, what does being dynamic mean to you? Like why the word dynamic? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you haven't been asked that one before. (laughs) Oh yeah. what I noticed when I first wanted to start the live events, the, the community for the live events was I really wanted to have uh, a word that defined all women or all people we could even say. But when I thought of first the word confidence, I was like, okay, some women are going to think, well, I'm not really that confident. 
or I'd be intimidated to show up because there's going to be confident women there. And when I picked the word dynamic and started asking others, what do you think it means? I got a whole list of things, all different things. And then I got a whole list of the opposite qualities. So just for an example, I might have someone who's very creative, but someone who's analytical. Those can be seen as two opposite sides of the brain, but as dynamic women, we can be all of those qualities. We can be great listeners, but also great speakers. We can be very, um, you know, giving, but also be kind of an independent leader. There's so many things that we can have on both sides, but the main thing about being dynamic that I love is that you can be a catalyst for change. So being, being dynamic means that you don't really like feel the effects of change happening to you, you are the change. So you can create change in your life, create change in your business, create change in people around you. And so really that word will encompass all women, all people. It helps us to be an equal in any situation. Because when you start being like, oh, I'm who I am is more important than what, what I do, we get to ditch the titles because the titles confine us, they define us, they make us kind of judge other people. Um, I even had a physical reaction to that word, I guess. <laughs> uh, and so in that way, this allows people who are further ahead in their business to connect with people just starting out. People who are older with people who are younger, people who are married with people who are single. It doesn't matter doesn't matter like screw all of these titles i know dynamic women is a title but it's one that finally can encompass all people mm. yeah i like that and you know i've known you for so long but i didn't really know what your answer was going to be to that so that's interesting and i like how dynamic is a word that seems to be flow and it and flowing with energy and you're in constant movement then you are a catalyst for change then so that's really interesting i like that so where did it all come about and how did it all start the podcast or dynamic women dynamic women yeah okay uh my daughter was one and i was getting back i was like okay i'm gonna get back into networking more and i started showing up at events and just feeling like i was another number that when i met people it was so surface level and it was driving me crazy and i thought well i can be pissed off about this or i can do something about it and so there i was 2 a.m lying awake in my bed being like, Oh my gosh, what would I do about this? What would I do? And then I was like, start my own group. Mm -hmm. So I started my own group and I just, the name, the name came to me that night. And then I thought, this is just, this is just what I'm going to do just for me. Like one group in my local area of North Vancouver, BC, Canada. And it just, it took off. It took off from there. And what I wanted to really do was bring to the masses in a small area though in one space i wanted to bring coaching in a way that it can be accessible to everyone um, but i also wanted to create deep and meaningful connections with other people especially for women we're relationship focused and so what we want to do is we want to connect on that personal level so then we can do business and life together mm -hmm. and so that's what i really wanted to see because the work i was doing in my coaching and the work i was doing when i did trainings and workshops and master classes and my programs i was noticing that not everyone was getting this and i needed to provide it in a way that was accessible to everyone um 
and it just kind of, it took off from there. And then I had to coin the phrase coaching in action because it's not one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's not a group coaching format. It's coaching in action, in the action of us being together. And so I kind of do this motion with my hand in a circle because we actually, we sit in circle, as you know. It helps us to see each other. And the thing that annoyed me too is, you know, as a speaker, I know when I go to an event and I speak, I'm speaking at them and I do as much as I can to engage. But when I'm sitting in that seat, all I really want to do is to be able to connect with the other people in the room. And when I started networking, it was super uncomfortable for me. I may seem like extremely confident and extroverted, but you put me in a room with people I don't know. I just want to find the most other most terrified person and hang out with them. Um, and so what I wanted to do was also create a space where women could connect with each other in a way that was a little bit more structured. So it's easy to connect on a much deeper level. Plus, rather than waiting to implement the information that they're learning and process it that they're learning from the speaker, they do it in the moment. So when they walk out of there, they've already processed it. They're already thinking about how they're implementing it and they've created strong connections with others. I just saw a need and I, I needed to fill it. Yeah, I really appreciated how your groups, you know, I started joining your groups when the first few, few uh, months that it was around. And what I thought was different about it is that we got to connect with each other, got to learn more about each other, we ditched the titles. Um, plus we were working on ourselves in our personal development and on our business at the same time as we were there in that moment. Whereas as we're busy outside of those kind of situations, we don't have time to think about these things that you really, um, you know, you got us to think and get clarity around a lot of things. And then we also were able to meet all the other people in the room. By the end of the night, we've talked to everyone in the room. We had a connection with everyone in the room. We were working on something. We knew something personal about them, about their business. And I thought that was just brilliant because um, it obviously has been one of my favorite networking groups. I'm actually the only one that I've consistently gone to for the last seven years. And I can attribute about 90% of my business um, to the connections from that group, right? Um, and that's why I kept going back because it was a deeper kind of connection you were creating. I think as women, we need that deeper kind of connection um, when we do business together. Um, we, we might have a little visitor here. All right. Hey, little visitors. I've had little visitor all day. Part of being a dynamic woman <laughs> is uh, balance. And sometimes, yeah. this is my second child, um, mm. sometimes they come right into what you're doing and you just need to roll with it, right, bud? Okay. So, Diane, you started a podcast this year. And I know that's after much pestering from me about starting a podcast. So, yes. I'm glad you got, got a podcast going. And uh, tell us, you've got some really cool strategies around how you're recording them in co uh, conjunction with your Dynamic Women Global Club. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there? Yeah. So the Global Club has many different aspects to it now. You know, it started, as I mentioned, it started off as one location. It's now multiple locations uh, in Western Canada and Ontario, uh, Eastern Canada, and we are looking for more growth. And so part of why I waited was because we were doing so much around membership, building the global club out, doing our expert trainings and all that other stuff that we're offering for our, our members there. But it, I knew it was time to do the podcast because I want to reach a larger group of people. And I know that podcasting is the, one of the greatest ways to be able to do that. People from many different countries. The, I feel a, a kind of an internal push 
to provide a space where women can be themselves and provide us um, mentorship, inspiration, strategies so they can get ahead. And the podcast seemed like the best platform for that. And the way I've brought it in without having it be more work, because people keep might think, oh, it's more work and more to do and all this. Uh, I used to, you know, write blogs. And so now what I do is I do my podcast and I'm a speaker. I like to speak. I like to communicate. And so it's actually much easier. I just make a brief outline. I do the podcast. Then I get the transcription and then I send it off to someone who um, edits it, puts it into like a nice blog form. And then that then creates the blog, then creates the social media posts and creates everything else. And so this is something that we learned, you and I, mm -hmm. many, many years ago. And so I've been doing it in other, other parts of my business. And so there's always kind of an origin of content. And so my origin of content before used to be either my blogs or when I taught workshops, but now a lot of the origin is the podcast mm. and then it trickles down into the other areas. So it's not more work. It's just a different way of me organizing how I do my content. That's awesome. And then to take it even further, I know when you are interviewing um, guests in your Dynamic Global Club, you also do yeah. um, you yeah. also do another something really cool there. Do you want to share what that is? Yeah, and I think originally that was your your idea. Um, and so I interview experts. I do expert trainings. So they do like a slide deck presentation on something like how to get more leads through Facebook, homeopathy. We've done them on plant-based eating, like all different things, um, reading body language. And so what I do is I tack on the beginning an intro 15, 20 minute interview with them. And then that piece goes, yes, to the global club, but also it can come over for the podcast. So my members get their really special content, um, but also I can share the, the awesome interviews with these women because they share tips in there they share strategies mm -hmm. and just their stories so that's it's much easier because I get kind of bang for my buck there with with my time because I've got both that I'm using it for and then when we do the fem tour sessions or the female mentoring sessions I interview them as well and so having that content be able to be used on the podcast mm -hmm. um, you know gives me a break from coming up with the original content every single week. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's important that people don't just hear from me that they hear from other women. Yeah. And I'm sure as your experts are coming to, you know, do a partnership with you and do a presentation to your global community. I think that's great that then you they also get to be exposed to the podcast audience as well, because it could be different people. And maybe that podcast interview could, they could inspire someone to then join the global community. So I think it's really brilliant that both of those strategies combined together was one saving you time, which is great, but also two, you're getting your, your guest experts a further exposure as well as introducing them to a new audience that could potentially then in return grow your global audience in the club too, which I think is great. Yeah. And a lot of the women I attract, you know, they run really successful businesses mm -hmm. and so they don't have time to do multiple interviews or to, they, and they might not even say yes to many people um, or ones that come to me, you know, actually I'll do both of them separately. So the ones that are super successful, don't have a lot of time. They're really happy that I am 
pushing out their content into two different platforms to reach potentially two different audiences. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very seamless the way I do it. And so it's so easy for them to just show up, be in their brilliance, and then be done and then look to share the content that, that I share. And then on the other side, women who are like, oh, please, can I be on your podcast? Um, for them, they, they love that they get to be on two different platforms because, you know, they're maybe just building their business. They've had maybe some life success. And so now they get that benefit of me pushing their content out to my followers, as well as having it, you know, linked out through my different networks, because I've got the Diane Rolston brand, and I also have the Dynamic Women brand. And there's kind of a crossover, lovely crossover that gets to happen between the two. And that's great. I love how you've been able to repurpose your content so well. So you're a, a content machine. And so for a lot of people, including <laughs> myself, content creation is a struggle, like to come up with new content all the time. And so okay. I think that's where some of us come to podcasting so that we can just interview people. Now you've done a really good job of not just interviewing people, but also always coming up with your new, your own content and your own um, teachings and your own strategies in for your podcast as well as your blogs and your courses. And so where does all this content come from? Is it living in Diane's head or are you getting inspiration from other places? I'm, I'm just going to pull up some of the podcast names uh, and that will help me to kind of share. So I found, you know, in the beginning, the listener wants to know like, well, what is this podcast or what are you doing? And so I talked about what a dynamic woman is, woman is. I then think, what are some key phrases that clients of mine say? They're like, well, I want success. Um, and so I pulled in one around success habits for successful people. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, as it goes on, I think, what are my clients saying? What are my clients asking? What are some situations I've seen in maybe speaking when I'm speaking in audience members? Cause afterwards they'll come up and be like, Oh my gosh, you were speaking straight to me. And I'll say, well, what, what was it? What was your takeaway? What was that piece? And then they'll talk about that piece. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so much more here. I can elaborate on. Um, one of my favorite places to write content is, or like to write the outlines for my podcast is actually on the plane. And so there's no internet. <laughs> there's not much to do. Like I could watch a movie but I can sit there and I can bang out eight to 10 outlines for podcasts in about two and a half hours. And by, excuse me, outline, I mean like the title of it, like what would the intro be? Maybe the main points that I'm going to share and a closing. And I could, I have those ready to go. And so some of the ones that, um, you know, have come from clients might be things like uh, being number one in whatever you're about, because people are like, well, how, do, how like, how do I stand out? Or, um, or another one, um, are you taking enough chances? And actually part of that one came from me. And so I look to my own growth, the things that I'm struggling with, the things that I'm succeeding at. And I, I get vulnerable on the podcast. You know, the, the latest one actually is, um, let me see, get off your butt and change your circumstances. <laughs> and I say in it that I'm basically, I wrote this to myself and this was around my health and the fact that I was emotional eating. Cause I found, you know, when I found out my father had cancer, um, and I like to use past tense cause I'm, I'm praying it's gone. Uh, but I just, I emotionally ate and I, and as you know, like I put on quite a bit of weight and, and I'm, and 
So that was written to me uh, a few weeks after, no, it was written a few weeks before I got off my butt and started doing stuff. And so in the podcast, it was so funny because I wrote the outline before. And so I was like, wow, I'm already in this, but it was a nice reminder. So a lot of the podcasts I write are things that have come from my life. And I think that's important in a podcast to, to be more vulnerable and to share more about my experiences. Um, you know, the, I also have one called the price you pay for what you want. Mm. And that's around, um, me moving out to BC for love and being away from my family and the struggle of that, because I'm sure, you know, people that are listening to this have had times where there's not really, you, you can't have either one won't satisfy you. And so you're stuck in this hard place. And so I share that. I share my experiences. So I hope my listeners can, can get to know me more mm-hmm. and uh, won't just be dazzled by the success that I've had, but will be like, wow, she struggles too. And so I can, I can do things as well, even though I'm struggling. Mm, yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's really important to, um, you know, re- be relatable to your audience. And I think you do a good job of that in your show by opening up and being a bit more vulnerable. And also, I really like how you've gotten some of the content from not only just your own personal life, but things that people have come up and said to you after speaking. I think that's a really great idea. Sometimes people, you don't know how you affect people because they don't share, but I like how you directly ask, what, what was that? Or how did I change you? You know, and I think that's important to remember to bring those things up at the end, you know, when we're working with clients or um, when we're speaking somewhere, I think those are really great ideas, really good nuggets. Yeah. And if I can just add, when we're experts at what we do, we forget what it was like maybe either to learn it and be the student. And so we miss out on some of those first steps, the first bits of knowledge And so we're so far removed that we don't share about that. And so it's only in that interaction with others that we can remember. And so if people are wondering, well, how do I get to that again? Well, have someone ask you, have someone sit and literally pick your brain. And every single question they ask you is a blog, right? Mm. And the other thing is when we have these innate skills and talents that we know so much about, um, we also take it for granted that this is something that we need to teach. And then on the flip side, I also look to what makes me mad and what, what makes me like get fired up. Mm. And so the reason for these is we have had probably some values dishonored. And in that comes a very passionate podcast where people are really going to feel like you care. I think the worst thing is to listen to a podcast where you think the person's just reading something and they don't, they don't give a crap about the topic. So if, if you can tap into that, so that, that, that one around get off your butt and change your circumstances, that, that was for me. I, I needed a stern talking to. I love that. It's like you wrote a letter to yourself about. Kind of. But I was also mad at other people. I was yeah. mad at other people. When I meet other people and they just complain about their circumstances, mm-hmm. like do something about it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm totally doing it myself. <laughs> I love that. And I think that looking to what your clients are asking you too, what they're coming to you looking for, another great place to find that content. There's so many gold nuggets there um, with that you can take away with from this conversation. I think just there's so many great places to look, things that you're getting stuck in your life around, things that you're you know, struggling with or and remembering back to the beginning what it was like because a lot of your clients will be maybe not even 
you know, haven't even started their business yet. Maybe they're just thinking about it and they're going to be inspired by your story or maybe they're a new mom and be inspired by those stories of how Diane started her business with a baby and uh, soon later pregnant again. And those were the first few years of your business. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how, how that was for you? Well, I, I did my coaching certification while I was working in nine to five and I signed up and then I got pregnant. And so I'm working in nine to five doing my certification and I'm pregnant. And so I basically got certified, I think three weeks before, yeah, three weeks before my daughter was born. And so I was coaching people while I was working, while I was pregnant. And so it was intense. I'll tell you that for sure. It's not for everybody. You have to be able to handle it. Um, And I also suffered from postpartum depression, which I tried to coach myself through because I didn't realize it was depression from, from the hormones and and being pregnant. And so it, it was a struggle. I'll say that for sure. And so part of that is why I, I think I resonate a lot with, and, and my clients who are females resonate a lot with me because I've been able to have the business, you know, I, I think I took three weeks off because it was Christmas and New Year's. Both my kids were born, um, like December 9th, December 12th. So I coached the day I went into labor with my daughter on the 11th. I coached that morning. And then that night I, I had her. And then three weeks later, like January 3rd, I started again. And that's just my style, but it's not for everyone. And so figuring out what that looks, what pregnancy look, what pre-pregnancy looks like in someone's business, what, how to plan in a pregnancy and then how to adjust to life with a newborn and then to have a baby and a a toddler and to still be running a business. And I have no family here. They're on the East coast. And that's where that whole, like what, what I was saying about being, you know, stuck between these two places, you figure it out, you totally figure it out, but having someone there to support you So having a community of women to support you, like the global club, having a coach to support you, I had coaches along the way, um, was really important for me because it was hard and extremely rewarding. And I wouldn't have had it any other way because to be able to hike every morning with my kids strapped to me Mm -hmm. and then to get home and and coach clients, I, I just was fulfilled in all ways. Yeah, I love that. It's interesting how um, as, as moms, as we have babies and still trying to do business, I had a business prior to baby, but it was a different business than after baby. And it's an interesting yeah. thing how, wow, it was a lot easier before baby <laughs> to have a business, but I thought the business was busy oh, yeah. then. And then, then you add the baby and it's like, holy crap. And like you went back right away too. And I, I, you know, I, it was something I just recognized in myself not that long ago, looking back over the last few years that like the podcasting actually, I think really helped pull me out of the path I was going down through postpartum depression because I was then being motivated and inspired by the shows that I was listening to. And it made me excited to get back into working and get back into working with clients and getting, you know, so it it kind of the podcasting um, that really pulled me right back out of there again. So I was really excited to, um, and I didn't put those things together until just recently. Oh, we're having some crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> and the thing and the thing with it and, and I know this is not a baby show but um prepare and so I was doing videos I was doing video blogs 
which again, now I would have done a video blog that became a podcast that became a blog, but I was doing video blogs and I pre-recorded, I don't know, 15, 20 of them to get me through that time when I didn't want to have to be like, Oh, what am I going to talk about? I need a blog today. And I've got puke in my hair and I haven't showered in three days. And what am I going to talk about? And my kids crying. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do that. So I pre-recorded. And so the benefit of the podcast is it's not a Facebook live. Mm -hmm. It is not a masterclass that you're running live. You can do it on your own terms, on your own time. And so pre-recording a ton of podcasts is possible to get you through a house move, uh, a child's wedding, like whatever is going on, surgery you need to have. The last thing you want to do is like be in the hospital having to record a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the great thing about podcasting. You've got that, you've got that time and space and the energy to pre-do things along the way. And, uh, so with that, Diane, tell us one more last little nugget of inspiration. We've got some, there's a crazy storm outside right now. So I think my Wi-Fi is starting to disappear here. So tell us one more okay. thing about going forward uh, with the podcast. What are you hoping to accomplish with your podcast in your business? Uh, the podcast gives people um, their maybe first experience with me and a first introduction to dynamic women. And what I'm really hoping, you know, on a, on a business front, but also on a personal mission front that I can reach more women. And these women will then be inspired to join the dynamic women community, the global club, because in joining the global club, they're going to meet a ton other like-minded women. We are supportive. We are inspirational. And there are too many negative places in the world where people don't feel like they belong. And the number one limiting belief, according to research done by Brene Brown, is I am not enough. But when women come together in the environment that I create, they feel enough. They feel more than enough. They feel inspired. They feel connected. They see how others see them. And so my hope is that women will listen to the podcast, they'll tell their friends, they'll join the global club, because my, my big dream is that no woman will feel like she's not part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's so many issues with um, lack of gender parity, and we're not getting paid the same, um, we're not putting our hands up for bigger promotions, where there's more men named John in CEO roles than all women combined. Like that's BS. And so what I see for this community is that women will come together, will form this really big community in all these kind of pods and all these different areas. And with this kind of global reach, reaching more places, that the message will continue that who you are is more important than what you do and that women will step forward and will be fully in their brilliance. That's my goal. And now there's no better time for that than now, I think. So thank you, Diane. for Yes. And thank you for putting all this time and effort into building this community. And I know I've benefited from it and I can't wait to see it reach the the impact uh, of that and have the ripple effect that you want it to have because it will yeah. and it's just getting there. So thank you yeah. for joining us today on the Amplify You podcast. Enjoy you. your nuggets and I can't wait to have an update down the road from how your podcast is, is helping you reach your goal in spreading your message of women are enough.
Yeah, thank you. And, and I trust that the listeners that are hearing uh, our interview today will take something from it. And I'd love it if, if they could even reach out to me and let me know what the one nugget was that they took away or the one thing that they connected to. And if they, um, for those women that are like, tell my story, Diane, interview me, Diane, put me on your podcast, Diane, have me be an expert trainer, Diane, or I want to join your global club, like reach out. I'm, I'm just an email away or you can search. I'm sure you're going to drop some links in there. Yep. We'll drop the links where to find you. Where would you like them to go to contact you on Facebook or email? Um, they can go through, Oh, I'm like, uh, do I give my personal email? (laughs) 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 Um, adding me on social media or, or messaging me on social media is great. Or you can email info at dianerolston.com. I think that's a really great way to do it. And just put in the subject line, whatever you want, um, to talk about so that Kate, my assistant, when she goes through it, she can, uh, connect you in the right way with me. Perfect. Sounds good. And Diane is at Dynamic Women on Facebook and Diane Rolson Coaching on Facebook as well. So reach out to her and send her some love and let her know what you learned and what nuggets you got from this show. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.